Ivanovich's man had turned left out of the bar and was weaving his drunken way towards a white Ford Transit. Sean and Marty had crossed the road and returned to the Skoda. Chet and Luke had another Skoda, but theirs was brown. They got in and Chet switched on the engine. 1751 hours. The thin young man whose black rucksack was now lying at the foot of his bar stool was called Anton. He'd been cold when he walked into the bar. Now the blood in his veins was running hot. The heat of excitement. It had gone well. He had earned his 50,000 dinar. Now all he wanted to do was get out of this horrible place and back to his small apartment to join his girlfriend. They were waiting for him in the street. Two men, each twice as broad as Anton and twice as strong. He didn't see the knife, smooth on one side, jagged and cruel on the other, until its point was pressed against his neck. For the first time, one of the men spoke. That pretty little bint of yours waiting in your flat. My friends are fucking her right now. When we finish with you, we'll go join them. Anton forced himself to speak. I'll tell you everything. Tell us everything. Don't be stupid. We know everything. Pushing himself up into a sitting position, Anton looked through his blood-bleary eyes towards the two men. The knife man still had the blade in his hand, but his accomplice had something else. It was a thin loop of plastic about fifty centimetres long, the ends fastened with a small notch. <laughs> no, I'm begging you. Anton's desperate plea was cut short by the sudden tightening of the cable tie around his neck, a sharp yank that forced the plastic to squeeze his skin and severely restrict the flow of air into his lungs. Everything was spinning now. Confused, he saw the snow falling in slow motion. He saw the blood pumping from his hands. They didn't wait to check that he was dead. They knew the cable tie would do its work. And anyway, they still had to get their rocks off with Anton's girlfriend. Eighteen hundred hours. The little town soon melted away into deserted outskirts, then came empty countryside. The white Skoda had been leading for about five minutes when Chet's earpiece burst into life. It was Sean. No one else on the roads. We should kill the lights. Roger that. We'll stop a click away and approach on foot, Chet said. Our man might be pissed up, but that doesn't mean his friends are. Five minutes later, they pulled up in a rough lay-by. More like a ditch. A moment of silence. Then the comms crackled. Delta 3 Tango, this is Zero. Advancing now on the Alpha, stand by to record our position. Standing by, Delta 3 Tango. Each man put on a helmet, cut away around the ears. You in badges? Marty asked. Fuck that, Sean growled. We'll be spotted with that shit on. The white lettering would be a beacon in the darkness. Each man removed his M16, fully loaded and with mag lights attached. Chet took a kite sight from the boot and used it to scope out the environment. The surrounding countryside was flat and sparse, no less bleak and industrial than the town they just left. I hope our lad in a bar wasn't bullshitting us, Luke said as he slung his assault rifle across his chest. I fucking hate the snow. The unit headed up the road single file, in the tracks left by the transit so their footprints didn't show up, each man five metres from the next. The blanket of snow deadened all sound, even their footsteps and the air was filled with the frosty clouds of their breath. 1832 hours. As unit leader, Chet was second in line. He held up one hand. 
Everyone stopped, including Luke, who was at the front as lead scout, but checked the men behind him every twenty seconds. Chet looked through the kite sight to scope out what lay ahead. The transit's come to a halt approximately a hundred metres away. Looks like some kind of deserted farmhouse. I can see one, two, three outhouses, but there may be more. When we get down there, two groups, Sean, Marty, head to the east side of the house and secure any exits there. If Ivanovich knows we're coming for him, he'll most likely try to escape that way. You grab him if he does. It'll be a pleasure, said Sean. Luke, we'll take the front. Identify the main power supply and kill the lights. Then house clearance room by room. I want any guards dead before they have the chance to shout out. We'll flush the fucker out that way. Luke nodded. Each man performed a final check on his weapons and turned to Chet, waiting for the word. Okay, he breathed. Let's move. 1849 hours. The road to the lake went gently downhill, but in the snow it still took ten minutes to travel it. There was no...